go. Hey everybody, this is Jack Mitchell again for SBO Perspectives. We're here, I can't believe it, fifth episode of the new year, uh, wrapping up January real strong. Um, tonight I'm excited, as I alluded to last week, have a very special guest. Um, I want to start off by um, just saying how like he's he's been a great colleague over, I would say, probably the past uh, six, maybe seven years. Um, he actually, believe it or not, is also a Western New Yorker. I'm going to get into that in a minute. Um, but he's now transplanted into Westchester, which is a uh, pretty cool. Um, we'll, we'll you know touch base on that stuff too. Um, he's been doing it for about six years uh, plus himself, and um, he's actually on the board of directors alongside with me. Um, he's in his first year um, board of directors. He's doing great, and he's also um, on the board of directors for Nybest. Uh, so, without further ado, I'd like to introduce John Bricado. I call him AKA John B. So, how you doing, my man? I'm doing really well, Jack. Thanks for having me on, and congratulations on the podcast so far. Great. Thanks, thanks. We got a lot of good feedback there. Um, I'm glad to have you on. So, so listen, are you, because I, I mean, I know a little bit about you. Well, I actually know a lot about you through the years. You're originally from Western New York, right? Yeah, born and raised in Buffalo. I, I've been there my entire life and uh, just recently moved down to Westchester mm -hmm. um, about six months ago. Started a new job at uh, Briarcliff Manor. It's a fantastic district. Nice. Much different than, than what nice. I was doing before in terms of uh, you know district makeup. I was in a, at a, a much larger district, maybe you know twice the size. So it's been a little bit of a change, kind of uh, adjusting, but it's been great. I love the area. I love it down here in Westchester. Still miss Buffalo, so uh, my of love course. is still there. Still, still staying, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. yeah. Actually, we had a little bet on that, but I won't bring that on a podcast. <laughs> no, no, don't embarrass me publicly. Yeah, give me a little bit. <laughs> so good. No, no, it's good stuff. Well, again, I'm glad to have you on. And uh, so I'll I'll start off uh, tonight's you know podcast. I really for this week we like to talk about relationships um and so well a lot of our colleagues sbos around the state may or may, may see the value of having great relationships uh and so we just want to talk about that because you're really you're a relationship master i know um you know we've had great connections like i said through the years in our relationship um i could also say that i probably originally met you in the sbo academy um and we had a good time there we learned a lot in there and through the years have grown um, relationships. So, um, jumping into relationships, I'll start off with because I have a few questions here. Um, how do you build relationships with your staff? So, I, I couldn't agree with you more, Jack. I think relationships are crucial, and especially so with your staff because, as a business official, as you as you well know, we have a, we have a lot to worry about. We have a lot to to manage and mm -hmm. that makes our jobs easier when we fortify those relationships with our staff. So for me, my, my approach is just be being honest and open and, you know, having humility and empathy. I, I take the time to, uh, to really learn my staff mm -hmm. um, individually, you know, especially it, it, it's, it's relevant for me now, just having started at, at my district six months ago. So, you know, I, I was, I knew everyone in my last district. I had been there for about five years. So mm -hmm. you, you kind of forget what it's like to 
I don't want to say start over, but start somewhere fresh and, and learn new people. So you need to put that energy into learning people, not just what they do and what they do functionally at the district, but who they are as a person. And I think that's what really separates a good leader from a manager is okay. diving into people personally and, and really cultivating those relationships. So for me, I took a lot of time mm -hmm. to sit down with my staff to get to know them okay. and from there really let them know how important they are to the organization and mm. you know how i'm going to support them and I, i think people once they get to know you as a person it's a little easier to um to get to get something out of somebody because I, they feel more than just like a boss or you know or a manager they feel like there's a little more ownership to the job when you know there's there's kind of a personal connection there so i think yeah that's that's a little bit of my approach to relationships okay. and You know, humor is a big one for me. I, I love oh, making yeah. people laugh. But I love <laughs> laughing with people. You know, yep. it's, we we spend so much time with with these individuals at work, mm -hmm. and you know, you want to get along with them. And it's I think Correct. just taking that extra step to get to know them personally and and to make them laugh and just to enjoy the time together is, is so important. Absolutely, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, so I guess I mean the the second question I had for you was, but it kind of seems like it dovetails in that. How do you motivate them? It seems like you have good relationships. It shouldn't be that hard, right? Yeah, and I, I think the, the old adage, leading by example, really goes a long way. Okay. I think if you can demonstrate that you're willing to roll up your sleeves and mm -hmm. do the work alongside them, and that you're not just delegating and, and pointing out what needs to be done, but you want to, you know, get get into the work and, and, and work alongside these folks, I think that's important. And that's, I mean, at least for me, that's what I try to do. You know, there's okay. there's nothing I would ask of my staff that I wouldn't do myself. And I think if you can lead in a way that shows your commitment to the organization and to your staff, mm -hmm. I think that that'll go a long way and you'll get a lot more out of your staff by doing so. Um, you know, I've nice. worked I've worked with people that strictly delegate and and rely on other people to get the work done, but for me I don't know that that is enough. I think demonstrating the importance of the work and that you're willing to do it goes goes a lot further so i always tell my staff you know when when i when i have them do something or i'm requesting something it's like help me learn alongside you because you know my, my mm -hmm. treasurer she's phenomenal uh, but i don't come from accounting so there there's still things that you know i'm yeah. learning and i and i and i and i lean on her to be like you know show me what you're doing mm -hmm. and and teach me how to do this and and i think that goes a long way because my staff knows that I want to learn. I don't want to just delegate and expect results. Mm, that's good. That's really good stuff, John. Wow. Great, great. Listen, well, tell me, tell me about your relationship with your soup. Um, you know, as we know, this is probably the most vital relationship, you know, as SBOs can have. Like, how's that been? I know this is something new. You're, you're fostering, you say you're six months in, but how, how's that going? It's going really well. I I really really like my superintendent. He is he's one of those leaders that I feel I can learn a lot from. You know, I think now the the the, the conversation shifting a little bit from me managing my staff and and inspiring them, and now it's we're kind of transitioning to we're talking about my relationship with my supervisor, and mm -hmm. I think he he demonstrates a lot of what we were kind of just talking about. Like he is willing to roll up his sleeves and do the work. And, you know, the, the best example I can, I can give you is it's, I don't know, right before school opens in 2020 and we're, 
this is the first opening of school in a pandemic oh, and yeah. we're, we're, oh. we're trying to plan the best the best we can for the unknown yeah and i'll never forget i had these uh so we're the briarcliff bears so we have a we have okay. a capital letter b that i had made like a stencil and the idea was we'll spray paint these these bees they're blue and orange those are our colors and we we spray painted them six feet apart in the sidewalk so when the kids are getting off the bus they're lining Ooh. up staying socially distant I like and that. i will never i'll never forget he and i were out there till 6 30 at night spraying you know these briarcliff <laughs> bees on the sidewalk he and i because that's what you do yeah. when you're in a small district and you care about the work and you care about your your students and your faculty you just yes you do this stuff that maybe other people would just kind of delegate and say listen mm-hmm. i need this done and not, and not have to, to think about it. But he and I were out there, you know, shirt and tie, <laughs> sleeves wow, rolled up, spray up. painted yep. bees. Yeah. So, <laughs> I love it. So for him to be willing to do that and be the mm-hmm. superintendent of schools, I think says a lot. And I think that really parlays into what we were talking about prior, where you're willing to do the work. So my relationship with him really got off to a great start. And that's awesome. You know, Jack, our roles are, are vitally important. We're in charge of millions of dollars. Yep. So there needs to be a, a, a big element of trust there. But mm-hmm. that's not something that you just get overnight, right? That's something that has to be cultivated Correct. and established over time. And, you know, me only being there six months, my relationship with my superintendent is is really strong. And we really play off each other incredibly sure well. And, I, and I'm really, you know, turning it into his right hand. And, you know, I'm the only assistant superintendent of the district we're, we're a much smaller district so okay. it's it's really he and i kind of okay. you know working together to to make to make everything successful and to especially under these circumstances of a pandemic yes. we're just constantly course correcting and, and trying to react to everything that changes so much either whether it's coming out of the department of health mm-hmm. new york state or, or otherwise but uh, our relationship i think it really is the foundation of trust but again, that takes a little bit of time because you know I, you know I came out of nowhere from Western New York, so yeah, I had you to adapt to down that, here, yeah, yeah. So not only did I have to prove I, I had the chops with the work, but I had to prove that I can kind of understand the culture. And every district is very mm-hmm. unique, and yes, and um, that that was something that I that I had to learn too. So I think I hope that I, I demonstrated that, mm-hmm. but. I, my relationship with my superintendent is, is strong and he's, as I had alluded to earlier, he's one of those people that you as a, as a professional can learn a lot from. He's a great leader and, mm-hmm. you know, he, he, he speaks his truth and speaks with conviction and is very driven and incredibly intelligent, has great vision. And that's, that's something that I hope that I can kind of inspire other people that that i work with too because he's somebody that i can learn a lot from and i've I've been fortunate enough where i've worked for for four superintendents and they've all have exuded some kind of quality like that but right now Mm -hmm. yeah i'm I'm very fortunate to to have that relationship with my superintendent Uh, well that sounds like a really strong relationship and uh i'm really happy for because that again we know is a very vital uh key relationship to to success uh not just for yourself but for the district overall uh, so I guess, you know, what do you think is the most important thing, I guess, for you when it comes to relationships? I mean, we talked about relationships with your staff, we talked about relationships, you know, with your superintendent. Um, but overall, I'm sure you have relationships with whether it be you might run into 
community members, you know, other members of the district. And it's a small in the district. Like I could tell you from mine, I know a lot of parents. And, um, you know, w- with all that, what's the most important thing for you when it comes to those relationships? I would say trust and transparency and okay. just really being genuine to, like to who you are because when, when I'm fostering relationships with individuals, you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm confident that I can say that whether I'm talking to you, Jack, on a podcast or I'm talking to a parent who is having an issue with their, their second grader in my elementary, they're no, they're, both of you are going to know you're getting the same person because I think having that consistency, that transparency and being honest is, is vitally important. And people can see through the BS. If you, if you are trying to be somebody you're not or you're trying to snow somebody, they can see through that, I just think, inherently. So why bother trying to not be true to who you are and being honest because people are going to pick up on that. So it's, it's important to me as a professional and as an individual to be honest and to be forthcoming and really have that transparency that I was speaking to. And I, and I, I feel I try to carry that forward with all of these relationships that I've built. And I mean, you know, you know, as well as I, our industry is, the business officials in New York are very supportive of one another and whether oh, it's yeah. Western New York or Westchester, you know, it, we're in it together. When, yeah, yeah. We're in it together and we have a great, great network. And I think mm-hmm. relationships are such a huge piece of that because when yes. I started in this industry six plus years ago, I didn't have a clue really of what to expect because I was in, I, I came from the private sector. I was into technology mm-hmm. and, did a complete 180 with my career and just kind of took a leap of faith. And if it weren't for the relationships that I built over these years, I don't know that I would have the, um, the good success that I've experienced so far. And mm-hmm. I, I really want to give a shout out to my, my crew in Western New York. They are of some course. of the most genuine, <laughs> I love them too. people. Yeah. Yeah. And if it, were, if it wasn't for them when I was starting out, I don't know that I would be where I am today because I, mm-hmm. kn- I knew immediately that I could just pick up the phone and call any one of them and just bounce ideas, ask yeah. for help. Yeah. You know, because it, it it can be very intimidating when you're starting out in the profession. And no, I know. It's, it's, yeah, it is yeah. such such rewarding work, but it can be very intimidating because there's so many laws and regulations and, you know, things that we need to make sure that we're meeting deadlines for and, you know, articulating the budget. I mean, there's, there's so many different facets that go into the, into the work and it's, yeah. it can get overwhelming. It, it can still get overwhelming, you know, having mm-hmm. been in it for, for six years, but yeah, and I agree. Listen, was, I, I know you were on a, you're on the board out there in the West and the West, mm-hmm. the West yeah. is deep. I mean, you know, like I said, I have an affinity <laughs> for the West myself and um, I'm going to have some more Westerners on here. Um, upcoming and future episodes well you know i want to say that um as you get near the close i do want to um switch gears for a minute and uh mention something that you and i are working on i guess maybe you might want to speak upon it um you know within asbo new york uh we've started a committee this year which we're really trying to get up and run it's the pandemic and all um but the next gen committee um you, you want to you know touch on that for a hot second Yes, this is this is something that I am really excited and proud of, 
and it's, Jack, I know you are too. We're, we're co-chairing this committee. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so for those who may not be familiar, as, as you said, ASBO has many committees, and this is something that's brand new. Um, that uh, our president, our, our esteemed president Jamie Phillips, kind of oh, yeah. said, "Hey, president Phillips. Uh, I need you guys to, <laughs> to, to get moving yep. on this." And really, the, the the impetus of this committee is really what is the next generation of this profession because we have a younger crowd coming into the profession Mm -hmm. um we we're looking to make it more of a a diverse crowd and a more inclusive representative crowd of who we're servicing as business officials so we would like to see that reflected in the profession so right now what we're doing is just kind of mapping out what we think the committee is capable of doing, who we would like involved, and really, I think, bringing more awareness to the profession. Because I don't know about you, Jack, but when I was in school, uh, even back to high school through college, I didn't yeah, know, that, know about this. Yeah, yeah nobody knew that school <laughs> yeah. business officials were, sure. were a thing, right? Yep. So, um, mm-hmm. And the only, the only person I know that wanted to be a school business official from the jump was Jamie Phillips. Back to her again. Well, she knew about it. <laughs> no, she the, uh, she knew about it, but also don't forget Jenna. Jenna knew about it too. Those oh, are the two. Okay. Those are the two. Yeah, yeah, Jenna, she knew about it as well. But um, so that's good stuff. So outside of those two wonderful individuals, I don't know anybody else. Yeah, no, nah, I'm yeah, I'm with you on that. Right? Definitely, yeah, no right. one else knows about it. Yeah, but it's but, but it is it's such a great profession. Yes, and rewarding. I it is, and I want to bring more, and I know you do too. To bring mm-hmm. more awareness to it so yeah you know as part of the next generation committee we're looking at forging relationships with higher education institutions and maybe designing specific curriculum to um to gear up you know whether it be undergraduate graduate students towards this as kind of a final goal for for work in, yeah. in entering the the um the field so i think we're going to do some really purposeful, meaningful work, and I'm really mm-hmm. excited about it. But it's just, yeah. you know, we're, we're at the position right now where we're just kind of assembling everything and just, like I said, mapping it out to see um, where where this could take mm-hmm. us. But I'm really proud of, of what we've done Me so too. far. And, and so I'm really mission. excited. Yep. Yeah. I'm really yeah. excited to see what we're, we're going to be able to do with this Next Generation Committee. So to any of you, you know, listening to this podcast, if you're interested and this sounds like something you'd want to be a part of. Hit us up. Reach out to Jack. Yeah, hit us up. Let us know. We would yep. love to have you. Definitely, definitely. Good stuff. So listen, you know, like anyone else that comes on, um, I always, toward the end, offer them the opportunity to speak upon anything, anything in your mind, anything that you want to share to SBOs out there, um, any tidbits. I mean, we talked about relationships, which you know the strength and the importance of them. Uh, and that was the, pretty much the... Uh, you know the backbone to this podcast but what, what you know if you would like to share anything yeah I, w- I would just say first off thank you to to the sure. individuals in the profession i think like we talked about Let's briefly go. before if it wasn't for all of you putting in the work and being so willing to help each other i don't know that we would be as strong of an organization as we are mm-hmm. and the the only other thing i would say is just keep fighting the good fight we are in some really unprecedented times right now but when i look around my surrounding districts even down in uh in westchester and back in buffalo a lot of schools are still open we're still getting purposeful instruction to children it's just it's really great to see that we're all in it together trying to to forge ahead so 
you know, keep doing what you're doing. Thank you for, for everything that you have been doing. And uh, we'll get, you know, to the other side of this at some point, I hope. Great, great. Well, thanks, uh, John B. I appreciate that. I could say to everyone out there, uh, we've been growing strong. I really appreciate when I say we, I, I know I'm doing a podcast. It's me, but I feel like it's all of us. Um, I've got hundreds of people now listening. Um, I've got subscribers coming in. So um, this is really growing. I'm really happy um, with this new um this new podcast for 2021 is, is going in the right direction. Uh, so having said that, um, there's really nothing new on the front of, um, you know, it's, it's, it's budget season for all of us right now. Uh, as far as news coming out, uh, we did hear that I guess all of our aid is going to be restored from last year and this year, which is a good thing because, we you know, we definitely need those funds to support the programs and provide the resources for our, our kids. But um, in any event, um, I'm going to sign off. I'm going to say thanks again for listening. Stay tuned again weekly. Uh, next week, I got another special guest I won't mention uh, now, but um, we're, we're moving along. And um, again, this is Jack Mitchell signing off SPO Perspectives. And enjoy that snow day tomorrow. <laughs> All right.